G'day, guys. Welcome to the first episode of Glasby Gaming Radio Podcast. We're here with Unix. How are you? How's it going, man? Good. So you um, just finished your race with the uh, velocity, or however you say it, velocity, velocity. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah, so how'd you go on that? Seen you won. That's a bit of a marathon. Man, it, it was, dude. It was two hours of just, it was, it reached a climax at one point, and then it just went downhill from there. Yeah. And right at the last lap, it just went straight back up, dude. I had to go against a couple of good guys. I had one league racer who does league races with me. His name's Venoms. He had a tire issue at the last part. Like, at the last lap, I couldn't be. I was the luckiest man in that race. <laughs> yeah. Have that. Yeah, yeah. It was great. So, do you um, do you much endurance tracing? Like... Yeah. Actually, like, Ever since I did the transition from drifting to racing, I want to go back into drifting, but racing's just it's just so fun. Like you start learning after a while to get faster and you get faster and faster and you go against faster people and you'd think that you're good at one point until you meet that guy that who's incredibly insane and then you're like, "Yeah, I want to be like him. I want to be fast." You know? So you start joining more leagues you start joining more races you start doing longer races and it just becomes a domino effect from there man it just keeps going you know so it was fun it's fun yeah 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 so um so you're from uk i'm from the u.s yes nice nice so um, we did a bit of uh instagram stalking and we're saying you a bit of a uh, 240sx project oh god ah oh, dude that that project man i enjoy that car a bit you know but it's for me for what i'm trying to like do with that car it's just expensive yeah, yeah. I, I gotta i gotta save up some money before i get the parts going i gotta get pretty much the whole car prepped pretty much for what i want because i want since I have two of them, I want one that's for drifting, and then the other one's just going to be a daily driver, you know? Mm-hmm. And I want that to be my dream daily driver to where I pretty much I don't want to sell it. I never want to sell it. I want to keep it, you know? Yeah, Until yeah. I move out of the house and all that stuff. So so is it your, um, your drift car? Is that the one you did that put the two JZ in? Yes. That, yeah. that will be the one. With the two JZ in it. Yeah. So what that, sort of power are you hoping to ooh. get out of it? At at least I honestly want to do like like five hundred. You know, just to practice. Just not even the practice because I'll have I have one of my buddies has a stock SR twenty that I'm just gonna be practicing in that, and then I'll move on from there and then get into the more powerful car. And as that goes, I want that to be the car that I pretty much keep competing in, keep growing stronger in, and car, honestly. It's going to be with me the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's it like like over in the U.S.? I know you've got a few big Hot. legs, but what's it like for um, small drift comps? Do they have a lot of um, sort of, I guess, amateur drift comps over there? In Florida, it's not too bad. There's a good amount of them. You know, but 
I just never find them. <laughs> it, it like you got to go deep into the web searches yeah. to find them. You know, for me at least. And there's a good amount of grassroots comps over here. Like, there's a pretty good amount. And FD does has a couple of competitions in the Orlando track, yeah. Orlando Speedway, but not too many. Yeah, yeah, not too many. I think they focus more on Irwindale yeah, yeah. over there. Yeah. So. So um, when did you first start gaming? Like when did you? Because you've sort of made quite a name for yourself on Instagram and stuff. Now you've um, you know. Yeah, man. I don't even know. <laughs> I was just, I, I was yeah, chilling, yeah. dude. You know. So like, you always was it gaming? Did you start as a kid, or was it like for me? I didn't really start till I was a fair bit older. You know. I started online gaming as I was. Around thirteen, I think the first game, the first online game I ever got was Battlefield Four, and that game kicked it off for me pretty much. I was always offline. I never really understood gold at all whatsoever. Yeah, I never yeah. paid for it. So when I got the new box and they gave me the free gold on it, I'm like, yeah, this yeah. is pretty sick. And I just got yeah, yeah. yeah, just kept going. So um, when did you sort of start your drifting? Was that back in Forza Horizon Three, or was that before that? That was a late Horizon 3 I started drifting, yeah. honestly. Because early drifting, I knew about it, you know. I wanted to get into it. But it's just, you know, it's like a, it's like a community where you go in and, like, they kick yeah. you right out. So you can't really stay yeah, there yeah. for too long. So that's what I thought about it mm. being, you know. So I always, at the start of FH3, I used to do a ton of role-playing <laughs> Um, everyone did cops yeah, and robbers, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and just Goliath races and all that stuff like that. It's just the usual Forza things. And then after I went to see my first FD event in FD Orlando, which was, I think, three years ago. It was like later, later Forza. And so I went to see that event, came out of it, and I'm like, dude, I want to do this in virtual. I want to, I want to do good, you know. So I just kept going, kept going, five hours a day. Get on my little Mazda RX-7 FC and just practice, practice the same track over and over. Figure eight, figure eight parking lot over and over and over until I started competing in competitions. It got bigger and bigger, and then I joined the team. You know, everyone knows the team. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You know. Yeah, because it was sort of a um. I found Forza Horizon 3, it was really, I don't know, I find like Forza Horizon 4 now, it's a bit harder to find randoms. Like, you know, 3, you just went straight to the car yeah. park and everyone was there, you know, so it was it was a lot easier to practice against a lot of people. And um, yes. I think it was because just Horizon 3, like when you said drifting, you're like car park, yeah, yeah. right? So you'd, yeah. you'd go to car park, right? So everyone would meet up there, and everyone would drift there, and it would be pretty easy mm. to find other people. But in four, since the map is like more scattered out, you won't really find anyone except for cargo or yeah. crates or any yeah. sort of place like that. You won't, but anywhere else you won't. You won't find people. It's it's sad, but I know that's just how yeah. the game is so done. I didn't really sort of because I started sort of yeah same about in the four the horizon three. I didn't really realize how big yeah. the community was. Like, um, only recently I found 
you know, there's a lot of drift teams and a lot of drift comps and and so you went yeah, to um sure. drifting to find DDS. Um was that back in Forza Horizon three you started with them? That was in Forza Horizon three. That was after the whole incident with them like died down. It was yeah. like a little bit, you know, it was kinda like I didn't know them, you know. I didn't know any yeah, Forza yeah. team, let's be honest here. I was like brand but you know the old dude the thing that caught me from that like to that team was because mm. they had team paints and i'm like yo i want to <laughs> rock one of those dude i want to be able to try and, you know and that team and i loved it i loved every single second being in that team the leader was great the drivers were great you know they would always help you out it was it was good it was it was good until you know more stuff came along, you know, yeah, and everyone yeah. moved on. Oh, I think that yeah. happens with every team, but I mean, they're quite a well-known team. Yeah. And, um, not not just yeah, I guess sure, the drifting, man. but they I mean, expanded oh. as well, didn't they? Um, in, into um. Yep, they're now in the. Yeah, yeah. Set up, so right? you um, did you become sort of a leader, didn't you? For so I'm, I'm going to try to. Is this right with a? Is it Togu? Is that how you start racing? Toge, yeah, toge. yeah. yeah it, so before that actually happened, I used to be a leader of team. It was DDS's yeah. prospects. You know, if any if any DSP member hears this, they'll understand. Yeah. So there was the prospect team, and then you could actually try out uh, to go yeah. to the main team. Yeah. That's how we used to have it. It used to be like for two months. We had it as a test. Then Bunny asked me to be the leader of the DDSP team, and I was I was hyped. I'm like, yes, I get to drift with the people yeah, that yeah. I used to be, you know, like a couple months back, you know. It was a mm. fun time. It was a fun time. And after a while, the DDSP team didn't really, like, it wasn't the best gamble that we had. You know, it wasn't, it didn't grow yeah. to what we wanted it to be. So we just shut it down completely, and we just, you know, stuck with one team. So, how I went from leader mode to the ESP, I transitioned to co-leader mode from the actual team. And that's how I assumed the role of co-leader. And it was fun. It's an yeah, awesome yeah. experience, man. So um, it's great. Can you explain for some... Like, I'm not that familiar. What is um, toge racing like? Sort of a grip racing, isn't it? Toge racing. I'm going to get roasted <laughs> if I say this wrong. But it's pretty much... Japanese mountain racing, pretty much. You got cat and mouse fights. Pretty much, your main objective is for the guy in the back to pass the guy in the front, and that's how the guy in the back wins. And the main objective for the guy in the front is to keep the guy in the back yeah, yeah. from not passing. Yeah, that's how it, that's how it goes. <laughs> I hope I don't get for this. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, no, because it's sort of a, um, yeah, because I don't necessarily um. Is that right? They sort of sort of semi drift it almost in some corners. Yeah, they, it it kind of depends because there's some there's toge where they call it toge, but they're actually drifting up a mountain. Yeah, there's yeah. that toge to where like you're tandeming with another person. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the fun toge. The serious toge, I think, in my opinion, yeah, is like yeah. the grip racing. You know, like they're grip, gripped out down the mountain as fast as you can. Without drifting, they don't yeah. want. They don't like drifting, pretty much. And yeah, man, I did. I dipped into that community for yeah. like a year, 
Uh, yeah, I was I was in the Toge community for a year. Is there many um yeah. is there many competitions was, for that sort of stuff? Like or is it more of a was that more of a like a DDS thing? The only one I know yeah, the only one I know is was called Forza Stage. We used to have a DDS team for Toge for Forza Stage, but since we joined a little bit late like we joined a little bit later than everyone else, you know. So everyone was already established, everyone knew already all the tuning tricks and everything, all the cars that they had to pick, all the all the track layouts of yeah, that, yeah. you know, you know. They all they already knew that. You know, we came in fresh and we're like, yo, what is this? Yeah, yeah. What, are, what are we doing here? We were so confused for like the first two weeks. And then that's when we started kicking off a little bit, doing a couple of races. Yeah. We didn't win. We weren't good. But we got the experience out of it, which was the best thing ever. Yeah, yeah. It, it was no, so I guess fun. that's the thing. It's um, the, be- the good thing about having online comps. It's, you know, you can you can sit there and practice, like I said before, like offline. You can practice for ages. And then, yes. you know, you're tandem with someone. You're like, well, hang on, you know. <laughs> My car's a bit slow, or you know, oh, cool, or, you know, there's always someone better. Yeah. yeah. There's always, dude, and when you find someone that's better than yeah, you, yeah. don't even be mad. You know, like you always gotta learn from that person who's better than you, so you can be on par with them the next time you see them. You know, because there used to be a ton of people like that for FH3. You know, the biggest, I, I'm not gonna say the biggest one, but the one I knew a lot was. His name was Blackie Chan on FH3, man. That guy was awesome, dude. I used to always drift with him, you know. He was so chill, so cool. I never yeah. was fast enough to keep up with him. And that's why the one of the basic things I had to learn was tuning. And that's where I kind of I kind of know the tuning phase for drifting. Yeah. But not too yeah. much overall. Yeah, it's sort of a, um, it's a big learning curve, I guess. You know, yeah, as a kid, you just you like drift cars, et cetera, and you know, and then you sort of, yeah, guess, yeah. when the for well, like the Forza started, you know, with all the tuning and not um, Forza Horizon Four, you can, you know, there's a lot you can do in there now, where it's sort of, you know, I can affect the handling yeah. a lot more, so it gives you know more realistic feel, I guess, in a sense, you know, like, um, yeah, you know, so like a lot of the teams, like. I guess DDS, you know, you have your tuners and your painters and, you know, it's just, it's really cool, you know. It's almost it's, as close as you can get to the real thing, I guess, you know. Yeah, the coolest thing you see, though, is like, let's say, like the transition between Horizon 3 and Horizon 4. We They added drift suspension. And FM7 players, they they figured this out pretty quick. But what I loved about the transition between like stock suspension you know people used to run race suspension or rally suspension you know because that was the meta back then so now transitioning the drift suspension i loved how every single team was on their a game just like trying to figure out you know what's the best thing that they could do for the suspension what's the fastest thing that we can do you know what's the thing that we could make Mm. it look sick you know like everyone was just on it on top of it and after like a week everyone was just it felt like everyone was just back yeah, on FH3. Yeah, you know? yeah, it felt yeah. like home. And I guess um, a lot of comps now too, they yeah. um, they change it up a bit with all your specs, you know, so you can dial in dial in a certain car yes. and, then, you know, different track. I guess the same as a real thing, you know, different track, different specs, and, you know, you sort of got to make another car almost, you know. Yeah, you got – it's like – the FH4 comps back at the start weren't 
really huge. They were like, they were like, you know, Rambo looking for group lobbies pretty much. That's what they were, you know, 550 horsepower, stock tires, you know, 295s max, song crates. That's what it was. I think to me, what the thing that kicked off the drifting competitions was a drifting competition known as Envious Drifting, but now they're called Grassroots Competition Series. They were the ones that introduced yeah. the money system. You know, the money aspect. Oh, I can actually get paid for this, you know. So by them doing that, in turn, it pretty much caused a ton of people to start mm. creating competitions, you know. You had, I believe, H1GP was before or after. But H1GP was such a fun competition, man. Such unique specs, man, that I enjoyed every single second of being in that competition. Even if, like, we butted heads with the mm-hmm. judges or anything, I enjoyed it. A lot, pretty much. And so when GCS pre- like introduced the money system, you had other comps coming in as well, trying to make it big, pretty much. But they're still going. GCS is still going. They're still thriving. They're still doing their thing. You know, mm. I support them all the way. And, you know, you got comps coming in, like D1 Battles hosted yeah, yeah. by, you know, Luke. Oh, that's a good one. You got FDL coming in as well. You got a ton of good comps coming in. And I think all the Forza Horizon players or the Forza Horizon drifters should appreciate it. Like what GCS has kind of done to solidify everything of what's coming up, you know? And you got as well coming up as well soon for FH4 comps. It's insane. It's it's crazy. There's um, absolutely massive range now, and it's not just... I guess it's not just the one yeah. game anymore, either. You know, you got Forza Horizon, um, Forza, Forza Motorsport Seven now, where there's um, you know, a few. I know yes. there's always a fight between you know Forza Horizon Four is not real drifting, and you know, but <laughs> you know, there's just there's a, so much of a range. It's not yeah, you didn't have to do just the one comp. You know, you can do like four or five comps at once if they don't clash. You know, hey man. Yeah, what I tell man is if you're enjoying yeah, one yeah. game over the other, you enjoy it. I'm not going to change your opinion, you know. I'm not going to say anything yeah. bad about it, you know. You enjoy it. No. Like, you know, I love – they both have different mm. physics, and that's what's good about them, you know, because F- FM7, you could throw, like, freaking, like, 180 degrees and nothing's going to happen because yeah. you can just clutch kick your way out of there, you know. On FH4 – you gotta you gotta watch out with that angle because I don't know if Forza like yeah. screwed up with the angle system, but it's yeah, it feels yeah. like race suspension still. But you still, you know, both games are different in terms of what can you put on your what can you do with your car? Like how does it feel when you do this to your car? Like the tuning tuning's a lot different in both games, you know. So whenever someone tells me, oh. Horizon sucks. You know, all the FM7 sucks. Horizon's a lot better on on FM7. You know, I just tell them, just stick to the game that you enjoy playing and just don't complain. Enjoy, you know, appreciate that there's two games, two different games that you can try out and you can drift on both of them. And if you like the one over the other, that's fine. It's your opinion, you know. I'm not going to change it. I'm not going to argue with you, you know. Yeah. So that's all I tell them. So what's your... um? Are you a controller man or a wheel man? Oh, oh, that <laughs> is ooh, mixed. <laughs> I run, yeah, yeah, a bit of both. So I race on listed off. I race a controller for FM7. I drift on FH4 with controller and wheel. I drift on FM7 with wheel. I race on project cars yeah. with wheel and on NASCAR with wheel. So it kind of, it kind of, 
you know, having the two of them mixed in, you kind of have to balance both of them out, I would say. So, like, you got to have to balance them out between games. But it's just – it's personal preference for me, in my opinion. But I love them both. Yeah, you know? yeah. Control when we started, wheels still a whole new thing for me. So, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what's your uh, go-to drift car for Forza Horizon 4 and Ooh. 7? Are we talking about competition level or are we talking about, yeah. like, just, you know, chilling oh, with your friends? Oh, bit of both, you could say, you know, like, what's your, what's your favorite? Ooh. Well, everyone knows, you know, that the main cars out there are the S15 mm. and the RX-7. Those are Pretty much the two popular yeah. ones on FH4, at least on FM7. You got again, you're it's more variety on FM7, yeah. I would say. But on FH4, I, I like how they're introducing some comps where they're starting to like maybe ban yeah. some of them, some of those yeah. cars, and you see more variety in the terms of car mm. choice, you know. So, but for my go to pick. Hmm, that's that's tough. I think maybe <laughs> just to just to have fun, you know, an S13. Everyone knows, you know, it's fun, reliable. Yeah, yeah. It always works. It never fails on you. You know, you can, if they're hard to mm. make fast, but when you do, they feel great. So I'm gonna go with an S13, man. Yeah, you know, it's like you just were saying then, like with um how they're sort of banning some of the cars. Yeah. It's pretty. Some of the cars now, I guess. You know, like we're saying, there's so many competitions now, and um, mm. like some of the cars that are being entered in, so drift competitions, they're um, you know, they're not your average sort of car, you know, that people would pick, which is I reckon pretty cool yeah. to see, you know, like um, you know, obviously you no know, different tunes it's for them. It's fun to and... see the variety. Yeah. Hmm. It's fun to see like how they challenge mm-hmm. themselves to their car. You know, it's yeah. fun. Um, so when did you get into endurance racing? Was that sort of a recent thing or you've been doing that for a while? You said, let's see. So endurance racing, um, I think this happened after Toge, you know? Yeah. Um, so we had the Toge team, right. And I wasn't doing too good. I wasn't doing too, I'll, I'll, I'll admit it. It wasn't doing too, too hot. You know, we're at a pretty bad losing streak. So. What we did was I knew one of my friends named Money Mike. He used to do, he does still a ton of league races, you know. And I told him, hey, can you try maybe try to get me into that, you know? Yeah. Like, I want to do a couple races, you know. Um, so he got me into that. And I'm like, hey, yo, this has got to be, we got to make a team for this instead of Togi. So the transition went pretty smoothly. Bunny let me allow it. You know, it was great. You know, we had paints. The next year after, and it was it went great. You know, we did our first season, known as the league called Art of Endurance, which was a WEC league, and we did that, and it went it went pretty well, honestly. And from this day now, we're still doing it, and it's still going great. You know. Yeah, yeah. Is there many? Um, well, it seems to be like a growing thing recently. I don't know that I've noticed that. You know, is there many? big leagues out there for endurance racing? Is that sort of like a um, new thing to come about? I think there were, like, like you don't, you don't, like, you don't kind of, like, know how many leagues are there until you actually start looking. Yeah, yeah. Like, when you actually, like, 
in the community, you start seeing a ton of leagues. Because I'm in, I'm in around five to six leagues right now mm-hmm. for racing only, yeah. not drifting, and it's it's great. The variety is great. You know, I think one of the biggest leagues or one of the bigger leagues would be Tora Endurance. You know, they do real life twenty four hour races on FM seven. You know, it's crazy, and and those guys are dumb quick. So I think yeah, for leagues, for leagues, I definitely think yeah there's a ton of them i think there's in my opinion a lot more than drifting yeah a yeah. lot more leagues yeah yeah i was sort of um well, i was watching a bit of your stream before on the velocity um endurance race and it's sort of like a bit of a it's not just racing is it it's there's a bit of um method in it you know with your tires and how quick you're gonna go at the start etc you know to try to save your tires yeah it's it's more of a strategy. I would call it a strategy based game just because, you know, you got to make sure you got to be looking at everything, man. You can't just be looking at your times. You know, your times are pretty important. But when your tires go out, your tires go out, you're done for. You know, your car is not going to move. Yeah, yeah. And with fuel as well, you got to worry about that too because it's a, like if you're going to do endurance races, it's a long race. Mm. And you sitting there. And also as well, like, you sitting there for two hours just doing the same thing over and over. If you don't have a battle going, you know, it gets tiring. You start doing a ton of mistakes that you usually don't do, you know. And But when you're actually battling someone for a position, yeah, it is the yeah. greatest thing that you can feel. It's amazing yeah, because yeah. you get the adrenaline pumping and you know that any mistake can lead you – a couple seconds behind or any mistake that he does can lead you a couple seconds over him. So it's just, it's just adrenaline pumping every single time. And you gotta, gotta make sure you be ready. You gotta go to use the bathroom before the race. You know what I'm saying? You gotta do all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's not just the racing aspect. It's more of just, you gotta think the strategy aspect as well. You know, you got the racing and the strategy aspect. Mm, I guess that's the you beauty know. of the new games now. And so you know, it's so realistic yes. for the real thing, you know, like, oh, yeah, um, in Mighty Sports 7, you know, you got all these, you know, damage and tyre wear and um, all your pits now, you know, it's, it's really cool, you know. Yeah, and you got, like, games like iRacing where they, like, actually let you do driver swaps and stuff, yeah. you know, like, real-life physics, pretty much, like, it, it feels... You know, that's what I want to get into, you know, once I start getting a PC and all that stuff, you know, that's what I really want to do. But for now, I'm just chilling in FM7, you know, having fun. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, so we were watching you a while back and we were watching you on the FTC come on um, Forza um, Motorsport 7. And um, yes. tell us about that because you, you qualified uh, pretty badly or something, uh, wasn't it? Oh, man, that was, like, the weirdest two days I've ever had, dude, on FM7. That was the turning point for me, you know. That was so frustrating when you, you know, practice for so – because I wasn't good on FM7, you know. Mm. That was, like, my first big comp being on FM7. So I had to practice, you know, when you practice hour for hour just to go to qualifying – and get two zeros. <laughs> that was the worst feeling I've ever had, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, I felt like crap. Okay. And then 
after I told I told the Discord, you know, Bunny was telling me, hey, man, you got, you got the next day. You got this, right? And Rotary came up to me, and he's like, you know what, man? I'm going I'm to help you out with your tune. So he helped me out with my tune. I stood up. The, the qualifiers ended at 12 a.m. And I stood up till 3 a.m. Just trying out the new tune, yeah. testing it, making sure everything was good for the next day. The next day, woke up, you know, I was still feeling a bit crap, but, you know, I knew that I already qualified, you know, 64, top 64. It was going to be a fun, it was a fun competition. I met so many people, man. It was, it was great meeting all those guys in practice hobbies, like especially, you know, you got Royal Keefe. You got, uh, I forget their names, Nate and all those, all those guys, man. Blue, Black Widow, you know, there's just so many people that I met in that party. They, it just felt, it felt like, me being back in Horizon 3 and meeting the squad, like meeting a small group of guys that are, you know, willing to help, you know. So I got a couple of runs with them. You know, I was feeling confident. I felt good. The car felt good. My wheel felt good. Everything was great, you know. And actually, before I say anything else, thank you, T-Dub, for hosting that event because that was freaking great. Yeah. That was awesome. It was a very well run, run so, event, yeah. Yeah. It was really good, man. But I think the turning point was my first battle. Some people say, you know, I got pretty lucky. And I'll agree with you. I got pretty lucky, you know, because I had to go against this guy called Auto Raker, I think. I think I for I think that was his name. So we were both drifting, you know. He had a couple of problems with his handbrake. I didn't do the best lead and follow. So if he didn't have those problems, he would have easily got me. Yeah. You know. But after that, it just kept going up. You know, I before the whole competition, I told Carnage, imagine if we get the top 16 together in battle. Uh, and that's exactly what me and him battled it hard. You know, it was fun. It was enjoyable. You know, there was not a single moment in that competition where I felt like, hey, this was not worth it. It was worth it. I learned so much from that competition until I got all the way. I didn't even really realize I was all the way at the end. Second place, you know, against XC Jimothy, which he's he's a stupid fast dude. He's such a good drifter, man. Yeah. And it felt so good to get two OMTs with him and just having fun, learning how to drive. The, I was I was pretty much the whole comp. I was still learning how to drift on a wheel, so it was still brand new to me. Yeah, yeah. And it was the best. It was the best feeling, man. It was. It was. Yeah, and then when well, I think, um, if you they know, say it, told sort me, of hey. like a, um, if they say sort of a good step up comp, I think as well. You yeah. know, like it's it's it really the, it, you know, it gets you to know and they do the stream and commentating and you know, it's sort of a you know step up for it, people it, to really know felt, know who you are. Yeah, a lot of you know, good. a lot of good drivers into that competition. Yes, a lot of people showed up and it was so good. Yeah, super. Yeah. I don't. Re- I recommend that comp for anyone who's trying to do it next season. If they're gonna be on a, if FMA comes out, you know, before or after, I recommend mm-hmm. that comp for next season. Dude. I'm still in it, and I missed the first round because I was, I had to do some of my racing leagues and stuff, and I wasn't gonna be there. Yeah, so that sucked. But yeah, hoping yeah. I can get the second round. You know. Yeah. Nice. So you, um, you know, had your good sting with DDS and stuff, and. Yeah, you know, obviously learned a lot with them, and then you've yeah. sort of gone your own way. Um, 
And you've started a thing called Motorsport Hub. What's that about? It, it, it was a dream. Like I wouldn't say it was a dream. It was something I was trying to chase for a while now. You know, like because mm-hmm. I was thinking it's hard to get the, it's hard to get like to get information about these competitions. You know, yeah. you never find them. So like if you're a person, a brand new person who's trying to look for all this stuff, you know, and you don't know anyone really big into the competitions. You won't really find anything. So I'm yeah. like, yo, what if I, what if I built a Discord server where league owners and business owners and everyone can go in to the same Discord, promote for free. I'm not gonna ask anything, you know. I just want yeah. them, just want everyone to be happy, pretty much. I want everyone to enjoy it, you know. And that's what I did. So I had grassroots competition series. Him, I had him along with a couple of other moderators and they helped me build the whole entire thing. I would not have made it without them. Like I thank God for them. And you know, (laughs) GCS was pretty much pushing me to do it. And I'm like, you know what, man, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. So I built the whole thing, you know, with, along with them, we made the discord server in around two days. You know, we, Mm -hmm. we had people around the clock, the, the moderators, we had them all around the clock, adding bots, making sure every server, uh, server was good, making sure every single role was good before we released it to the public. And when we released it, we got so much support. It was crazy. I didn't even know we were going to get that much support. You know, It's only but, been up a um, couple of weeks or something, hasn't it? It hasn't been very long, and you've, yeah. you know, it's taken right off. It's, it's crazy, man. And I'm hoping it gets bigger along the way. I want more league owners and stuff to go in and you know sponsor every single comp that they have you know business owners can come in you, you know you got you guys beginning you got full carbon media from assume guitar he's in there you know i'm yeah. fun everyone's having fun there and i'm enjoying i'm enjoying leading the whole thing with my moderators you know it's great mm. it's great i guess that's a um a thing what i sort of found at, like a little while back with a lot of competitions you know like you were it was sort of your own thing. Like you go in a Discord yeah. server, it was only them. And, you know, if you mention another, you know, it's not all, but some people, if you mention another competition for practice, you know, and they'd get, you know, weren't happy about you. You know, like it was a bit of a segregated thing, you know. It wasn't, um, I guess that's the beauty of the motorsport hub is, you know, like it's just because you, um, you have, I guess, servers for practice as well. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we have we try to add everything you know that the people want, you know. Like I'm trying to this is not for me. You know, mm. this is for them. So whatever so whatever they want, if they get the majority vote, I'm down to do it. You know, if it's fine, if it agrees with the moderators, I'm I'm always down to add new things, you know. Like I added the drag racing scene is coming yeah. up soon as well. I'm going to add those competitions as well in there. You know, maybe even Rally is going to come in as well. I don't know yet. You know, we haven't gotten yeah. much support from them. But yeah. racing and drifting were the two main ones we had to get out the way. So we had to, like, you know, GCS helped me with contacting a lot of the major drifting scenes. Like, you yeah. got TSC, you got ESDA, you got them, GCS. You know, I got Luke into it as well, and I got D1 Battles and FDL. And yeah. I was doing the racing leagues as well as like that. So it was, mm-hmm. you know, it's a way to grow your competition and also give the people 
what they want, which is competition. You know, everyone's in there for adrenaline. They want it. Yeah. So that's, that's the main reason for motorsports. I've been. Yeah. So um, if someone wants to find that, what's the best way to jump on the Discord server? Yes. And honestly, it's the Discord server is in the link. You got to search up motorsport underscore hub underscore on Instagram. And the link should be right at the right at the bio pretty much. Just yeah. click on it, man. If you have any questions, you can always tag me in there. You can always tag any of the moderators. We're all chill. It don't mean anything, you know. And if you have a league or if you own a business, let us know. Maybe fill out a form if you want as well. And we can take care of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. So um, you're part of D1 Battles with Luke, aren't you? Sort of um, helping out with that. What's the go with that? That's yes. sort of become a pretty well-known thing in Forza Horizon 4 now. Yes, I, I love it. I, I love, you know, when he asked me to be a judge, I'm like, you know, from a driver to be a judge, he's kind of, you know, I kind of know my, you know, like clipping points, outer zones and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, but judges seem to get a ton of hate and that's why I kind of didn't want to be a judge, you know? Yeah. But you know what? Screw it. I said, you know what? Screw it. Luke, need, Luke needs me to be a judge. I'm going to be a judge. You know, I'm going to help out as much as I can. Yeah. So that's what I'm there for. I'm there to help out. So I became a judge for the first two rounds, and I was also streaming, which the stream thing I still have to fix because, you know, Mixer doesn't like me, and Twitch also hates Xbox. So yeah. it's kind of hard for my position where I'm at. And, you know, being there as a judge is – is actually pretty entertaining, you know. I start, like, I know they can't hear me in the Discord whenever I'm there becoming at the, another chat, but I start screaming whenever <laughs> there's a good battle or, like, when there, whenever someone does a mistake, you know. Like, when last round, when, let's say, you know, when a ton of people were going up the hill, you know, drifting, they were pretty much transitioning, but they were going up the hill. So they were dropping like four tires through there. And I'm like, no, I was, I was <laughs> screaming because it was, it's just, it's just a thing you don't expect, you know, yeah. anything can happen yeah. in a competition. Yeah. And that's, what's fun about the judging aspect. Anything can happen, but next round season four, I'm planning on coming in as a driver for at least one round, you know, yeah, I yeah. Kinda, kinda come in for as a driver and then go back to judging, you know, see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. We haven't um, yeah. personally had a good look. Like you know, the times never line up with when we can watch them. Yeah. But from what we've seen, it's like it's there's some really good drivers up and coming, isn't there? Like it's really yeah, it's the last battles are just you know really, really, really close. You know. Yeah, especially when you got an IRL drifter known as you know Rotary or Luke. He knows his stuff, you know. Hmm. He's uh, he do the, he does this in real life. So having him as a judge and having him giving you feedback from the run, you know, hmm. is is the best thing you can have, you know. And teams should also, you know, if you're looking for drivers, go in, check everyone out that's in there, you know, because there's a ton of guys in there that are not in teams, and they deserve to be in a team. Yeah, yeah, like. And there's some up and coming teams in there too, and I'm the Forza Horizon community. Better watch out; they're coming in hot. Yeah, yeah. they're coming in quick. Yeah, yeah. There seems to um, I remember sort of a while back there was like a big burst of teams, but 
you know, yeah, like it's, it's, a, it's a lot more work, I think, than people realise. Like it's a big commitment, isn't it? Yeah. There's, you know, there's yeah. people on every day, every night, you know, like comps all the time. It's a really time consuming, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's like that's why you kind of see it's sad to see a lot of teams come and go, you know, like they come in for like a week. They're like yeah. the next big thing and then they leave the next second. And mm. it's like, man, leading a team, I learned this a lot for like, because I learned a good amount from DDS and where I was at in my position. It's, it's pretty rough. It's, it's tough. You know, you got to deal with a ton of people, you know, you got to deal with your drivers. You got to find comps. You got to pretty much, if you're in sponsorships, you got to deal with them as well. You got to make them happy. You know, you got to yeah. make yourself happy at the same time. You know, you got other teams calling you out for no reason, you know, starting crap yeah. drama. It's it's a big cycle, you know. And it's it's a lot to deal with and that's why I kinda kinda stepped away from being a like a co leader for mm. a major team, you know, because I was it's a lot of hate, you know. Yeah, for no yeah. reason. Yeah. That's well, so I guess um it's really sad to say like gaming communities are there's so much hate, you know, like I've seen some yeah. comps that just fall to bits because, you know, there's just everyone, you know, like you said, the people hating the judges and then, you know, they're just getting on each other's counts and yeah, know, calling each other out and it can be a pretty yeah. vicious cycle. It's really sad to see. It's like you got you got hate and then you have constructive criticism. I enjoy constructive criticism, you know. When you tell mm. me, hey, you're bad at this, but you also tell me how to fix it, that's yeah. that's what I enjoy the most. But if you just outright say, "Oh yeah, you're dumb," what is that gonna do? That's not gonna fix anything. You're just making me even more mad. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. what I don't hate about the community as of where it's at right now. You know. Hmm. And I guess there's two sorts of people as well. There's some that are just you know they're just there for having fun that are not really don't you know if yeah, they're yeah. gonna lose, I don't really care. And then there's certain people you know that are really I guess trying to make a career, if you want to call it, out of it, you know, like, yeah, like really trying to get good and move up different comps, and, you know, trying to get their name out there. That's mm. yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't blame them. It's you know, I I did that at the start of a victory, trying to get my name out there, trying to win as many comps as possible. And it after a while, you know, for me being like that for a while, it just it gets tiring. That's yeah. one of kind of one of the main reasons why I'm doing racing for now, at least, is because after a while you start realizing that just it's not all about winning, man. Mm. It's about having fun. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So and I guess like, sorry, there's there's isn't there's millions and millions of people out there gaming, you know. It's, yeah. I love people, you know, with streamers, it's, you know, Fortnite and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like you want to be the next big streamer or you know but that's yeah, the next big thing millions there's millions of people so it's, yeah. it's a really hard thing to um i guess that's sort of drifting and racing it's not as big as all that sort of stuff but it's certainly getting a lot more known it's it's great to see you know yeah yeah it's like plus the drifting community on fh4 it's kind of i wouldn't say it's too small but you kind of know some names, like from the top of your head. If you say FH4 Drifting Community, you're gonna know some names, you know. And that's what I think they strive for. Was when you say FH4 Drifting, you yeah. know them. 
immediately. Like how I said FH three, I knew a guy called Black Chan. You know, mm. it it that's their main objective, and I don't blame them. It's kind of sick, you know. Mm. But at the same yeah. time, you start to learn you get kind of toxic along the way, mm. and that's what I that's what I really wanted to avoid was being toxic. You know? Yeah. So, and I guess it's it's really like from our point of point of view, you know, we do an affiliation program for some people, you know, gamers yeah. that, you know, get the discount card and they earn money of selling stuff. And it's really cool, you know, like um, programming is another one. They do a similar sort of thing. And, um, you know, to help people actually sort of, you know, they're earning money off it. There's um, Fruit Lab now, which is another cool thing if you're into making videos where you're earning money, you know, like it's a yeah. lot, um, lot more opportunities now. It's great to see with people you know can kids can actually as well as adults can start making money off it you know it's not don't need to get millions of views on a stream or yeah. facebook um youtube or something you know like yeah. um it's great to see and then you know once you start spot there's a lot of people jumping on sponsorships for comps now and like it's you know and it's like you're, it's like you're saying thing. it's yeah like a yeah. lot of, it's a lot of comps now you know you you're drifting to win actual prizes, you know. It's not just, uh, um, you know, yeah, we'll give you some in money, um, in game yeah. money or something. You know, you actually, um, I think DDS yeah. are doing. They were doing some jumpers and stuff, weren't they? You know, like it's, yeah, it's really cool now. Yeah, it's, it's. I love these companies who do like the sponsorship code and stuff because they give the person an actual shot of being big. You know, mm. you want to be big. You want to be the one that they use the code most for, you know, <laughs> and even if you're making it for money, you're just having fun. You, it's still great to see communities like that. Fruit Labs doing such a great job. So what would you recommend like as an upcoming driver or drifter or, you know, there's a lot of different leagues. Do you think going into a big team or a little team's a good thing or, you know, how would you, I guess for someone trying to head into a, like making a bit of a career out of it, you know, taking it seriously. But obviously, you've been in a few big teams, and um, like, what do you recommend? You reckon? I, I think if you want to get experience, join a big team that has good drivers that are well known. You know, try to strive to join that team, and. You pretty much start learning stuff from those good drivers, and you get better overall. Honestly, that's what happened with me. I joined DDS from being a newcomer, you know, to joining a big team, mm. and you start learning all these different tuning tips and driving tips and car selections from the guys who've been there for a while, but. If you're a new person or an experienced, if you're, let's say you're an experienced person already, man, I would suggest to start making it, just make a new team, you know, make yeah. a new team with a couple guys, couple guys that you already know and have a tight knit, like relationship with each other, mm. you know, and if you start off with them, then it's going to start building up. And building up, you're going to start getting well-known because if you're an experienced drifter, you're going to be pretty good. And pretty much everyone's going to start remembering your team name or your team view. 
and your other drivers. And it's gonna be it's gonna be more fun, more enjoyable for you to start a team that you know you built up with these other people that you know very closely. Yeah. And yeah, it's gonna it's gonna pretty much be like that. Yeah. So part of it too. Experience like, like yeah. the same before with um um like you can sit there and practice by yourself, but it's not until you know, you got other people that have got faster tunes. I guess part of it's just um, you know, being around people and the to practice with, you know, like yeah, I guess you don't have to necessarily strive to become a big team, but you know, just I guess a tight team like you're saying, you know, it's just other drivers that you know well and um yeah, like I guess a lot of I see a lot of teams they just try to be a really big team straight away. Like that's yeah. they they want jumping. And that's why they fall. Yeah, and they you know first week they want this and that, and you know we'll get stickers mm-hmm. made after and this and um. But I guess yeah, it's just mm-hmm. like I say, just practice. You know, getting a really tight team and um yeah, like I they start that, to skip steps. Yeah, from yeah, a lot of steps. Because they start, they start wanting everything pretty much. They want sponsorships. They want good drivers. They want a ton of good drivers. They want a Discord. They want to participate in every single competition. Want to win every single competition. And that's fine. You can mm. think that way. But it's not going to end up working because that's why a ton of Horizon teams fall in the first two weeks. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. You gotta. You gotta make sure you have a close relationship with everyone of your drivers. You wanna put your drivers in front of everything else pretty much. You wanna make sure that they are getting better over time and they're just not sitting there mm. doing nothing. You know? Yeah. I That's guess so, I um, sponsorships are hard as well that <clears throat> as a company, like you know, your aim is to sell stuff um and you get a lot of you know they've they'll just start an account and uh and enter the comp and rah rah and you know they got 50 followers and you know they concentrate yeah. concentrating and for us you know like 50 followers i mean i got hundreds of people going through my website that don't buy anything you know like so it's a lot of people just think oh, i've got a couple of followers you know and then they'll flat out trying to get all these sponsors to look cool and rah rah and you know instead of really concentrating on, you know, getting better and, you know, I guess making a name in the way of, you know, of doing well in comps and um, I just find there's too many gamers that concentrate on that sort of too much, trying to make money too quick or whatever, you know? Yes. They, they skip too many, they skip too many stairs, man. They, they're going way too fast Mm. for it to work. And then as soon as you realize that you went too fast, it's already too late. Yeah. You're already going downhill. It's not working anymore. Yeah. So for any new team out there, s- slow down, you know, make sure everything's okay. Make sure your drivers are okay. Make sure you're not going too fast to where everyone's feeling rushed. Make sure you're producing quality content over like over every single day or whatever. If you're trying to post as fast as possible so you can, keep showing up in everyone's feed that's not gonna work you gotta pour your soul into what you're trying to make so everyone or most people will enjoy it you know yeah yeah like that Mm -hmm. 
So quality you, over quantity. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so change of subject, you've sort of uh is it joined a photography team a bit for the side, you know, is a is yes. that a bit of a bit of a side hobby off your normal racing? Yeah. I, I love them. I love it. dude, they're they're such cool guys, dude. You know, guitar assume guitar or full metal photography started that team. Yeah. And as soon as I saw it after this was I think a little bit after I left EDS, you know. Everyone everyone was still in a shaky position. I was still in a shaky position. I was trying to find out what I was gonna do <laughs> with yeah. everything. That's all my ideas that I had before. You know, when I was in the team, all my ideas just started pretty much flourishing to where they want to, I want to do them all Yeah. now, since I'm more open to do that sort of stuff. So as soon as they started a photography team, I'm like, hey, let me join in. I'm not a good photographer, yeah. you know, but I'm going to join in, I'm going to have some fun, and I'm just, everyone in there in that photography team is so tight-knit and close together that, you know, most jokes pass a pass off his jokes no one gets offended yeah it's yeah. it's great it's a good team i love them skyline media vm ah oh, dude love them yeah love those guys it's pretty amazing i think now with i guess how um like games now like i remember looking at um forza motorsport 7 i remember walking into a shop and not actually knowing they're playing a game trailer on the tv like i look everything just looks so real now. And like, I guess with like, there's a lot of photography clubs now that it's just incredible of what photos they bring out. Yeah. Like it's just, you know, a lot of people go for different styles. It's just cool to see. And, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, different, um, different, you know, like war games, etc. take photos of that. And then there's a lot of um, car teams now where it's just like, it's incredible, you know, like, just some of the photos yeah. that you, you honestly question whether it's a game or not. It's just... Yeah. Yeah. It's, you, and there's also a lot, of, um, a lot of smaller photographers trying to make it out there. And I think that's one of the bigger communities that's growing fast, mm. like real where I can't catch up to anyone who's doing photography. Like, yeah. I, called, I think on Instagram, his name's like Rhino btsd yeah i think that's what his name i'm sorry if i'm butchering it he does forza photography but he also photoshops like how Mm. it looks and everything looks real yeah you know you start questioning whether it's real or not until you go to the comments or you go to the like the pretty much the bio of the feed yeah and it just oh it's from forza and i'm like yo that's from forza yeah they start going into the real aspect yeah I think I've seen one recently that I think was like might have been a backdrop in Japan or something. And it just yeah, like you said, you it's didn't so you couldn't nice. you couldn't tell, like, yeah. And you have your so different cool. um you have your different, I guess, photographers where they some of them don't like editing, yeah. just use the natural game, but then there's just some that just like I I don't actually mind the edit, some people hate it, but you know, just it's just so creative what you can do with it, you know, like you know, you got you got your photographers that are, like you said, the raw feeling, the raw experience. And the, a good one is Desired YT. He's pretty good with the raw photos, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you got your other photographers 
which are into the more realism aspect. So they do a little bit of editing here and there. They do a little bit of Lightroom editing, yeah. exposure, contrast, sharpness, noise reduction, all that stuff. So that would be, I would put the category like full metal photography, him, you know, yeah. put him in there. And then you got your outright almost look real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where right him, he would be, he would be there because he does the Photoshop stuff and it looks really good. Yeah. And all of them, they're unique characteristics and i enjoy every single part of it i love forest photography it's amazing yeah what it's been doing now yeah yeah so um i guess we'll wrap it up what's your plans for the future like do you have any sort of goals obviously you've got um obviously working on the motorsport you mentioned that you would yeah you wouldn't mind getting into eye racing and stuff like that like yeah um so let's let me break it down real quick so Let's say for Motorsport Hub, my goal is to get as big as possible and try to help, you know, try to help out some drivers in there, try to find competitions. And basically, I want to feel like I'm helping them, you know. That is my mm. number one goal is to satisfy what, they, what they're looking for and what businesses are trying to promote for free. You know, I nothing I want is for pretty much for me. I just want everything for them, you know? So that's why I put business owners, league owners, the drivers up top of the motorsport bracket. Then you have us pretty much at the bottom moderators and me and we're all having fun. And I'd see another goal for racing. Like I said, I racing, I want to get into that a lot. I want to maybe even, I was looking up some stuff in real life, maybe even get a, racing license that might be a thing you know but that's going to be a ton it's going to be years but that's still a goal of mine and for drifting um get better at fm7 become complete garbage and get my 240 out of my garage because i'm tired of looking at it being there yeah yeah my main goal is (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i'll definitely um Looking forward to seeing a finished 240. That'd be, I can pretty sick. That's going to be sick. I'm hoping it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's oh, a lot of money. A lot of money. Yes, it is. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming on. Um, where okay. can people find you on, on your socials? Um, Unix IRL, Unix underscore IRL. And. That's it because I'm too lazy to make anything else. Um, I have a Twitter, but I never <laughs> use it. I have a YouTube, I never use it. So just, just there. Oh wait, actually, Mixer, yes, Mixer, Unix, fifty-eight ninety. If you want to see me stream races there, and drifting and Minecraft and whatever the crap, you can go there and check it out. You know. Also, just want to say a huge thanks to Glasby Gaming for bringing me out. It's amazing that they grabbed my mini idea and they're turning it into reality it's it's mind-blowing it's insane and i'm just hoping this podcast grows to be the number one podcast on fours